0: Hello, my friends, Kingdom Builders and Kingdom Connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to another edition of the Living Word Mind of Conception podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that we can stay connected, continue to communicate, and to contribute to one another's life. So let's begin our journey right now. Facebook and, and YouTube and so those are things that we're grateful to God for and so we want to go ahead and uh thank God for all of you that got on right just before uh, the 7.30 start time and for you that got on in, in the, at, right at 7 pm where we have again our co- our co- contribution and communication time of uh testimony and fellowship and and just good words of encouragement we got we heard from evangelist Smith and Evangelist Angie and Sister Veronica and, and Taylor and several others and just and Elder Watkins. So we thank God for you all that got on at 7. Uh, we want to encourage you to uh, go uh, always uh, to the Living Word Christian Fellowship website uh, where you can get a lot of information there about all the things that are going on. Also, uh, we want to encourage you to, uh, to subscribe to the Mind of Conception podcast. You can go right on google.com uh, just google it actually and just google it, and put in mind of conception podcast and it'll and you'll be able to find all of the recordings and everything there you are able to go back and read them if you would like and and see and let God give you revelation of the things that we have been uh sharing uh through the Lord's grace so uh but let's go ahead and we're so tonight uh we're in developing your spiritual senses volume number one lesson number nine. And I'm really excited about what God has been kind of giving and what he's been releasing, what he's been allowing to come out, uh, because he's just been sharing with me some things that I think I know will be a very great blessing to many. So our base scripture about this is out of Hebrews chapter number five, uh, verse number 14. Uh, He says, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil so we want to we want to be sharpened and developed in our spiritual senses because i don't know how many people know or realize that the world that we live in is not just all about what we can see many times what we're dealing with are unseen forces and things that are coming against us that are keeping us from having victory and those things are in the spirit everybody knows this we quote it all the time, but sometimes I don't think we understand the reality of it, that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? So our real battle or the root cause of our fight and of our battles are in the spirit, right? They're unseen. And so we have to have, we, we in order to have the victory that we all desire and want, we need to learn how to develop our spiritual senses so we know what we're dealing with. We know what we're doing. Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself. Let me go through as I'm sharing my share screen on the Zoom app tonight with those that are on the Zoom app, and for you, I'm going to leave it up here just for a moment for you that would love to take notes and everything and and write stuff down. And I appreciate you that because again, that shows a great hunger for the Word of God. And again, blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. But five points. of the Lord give us grace tonight to get to all five, we want to deal with. Uh, we dealt with some of these a little bit last week, but of course it was such a powerful word about the sovereignty of God that we didn't get to all of all of the different points. But point number one is he has the preeminence. In other words, uh, the Lord is preeminent. He's, he's first in rank and in, in superiority of everything. Uh, point number two is that no other God. I just want you to think about that uh, as we're developing our spiritual senses, recognizing uh, who the place and the position that God holds uh, in the life of every one of, of, of all creation, actually. Uh, point number three, uh, accept the accept truth or accept the truth, of God's word over the facts, you're right. Right? Because there's a lot of things that are facts in this hour and this day, but God's truth is superior uh, to the facts. Uh, point number four, He gives to all life. Glory to God. Thank God for that that God gives to all life. And then our part in that, part of our part is uh, the acknowledging and the applying of the word of God. Because folks, the word of God is incorruptible seed and it will produce the harvest that it was intended to produce. But if it is not planted, uh, the seed won't produce that which it was designed to produce, even though the seed of the word of God has all power in the seed. Uh, There's life in the seed, everything that you need, the potential of everything you and I need for life and godliness is in the seed of the word of God. But if we don't plant the seed of the word into our heart, the ground of our heart, that word does not bring forth. It's just like if you take an apple seed, uh, uh, any kind of peach seed, any kind of seed and just set it on top of a, a, a wooden desk even though that seed has the potential to produce the fruit because it was not planted, that seed would just sit there on top of the desk and will not produce fruit. But if you take that same seed, put it in the ro- in the pop- proper soil, in other words, put it in the right place, then that w- the potential of the seed will produce the fruit that it was born of. So I want to encourage you to do that, uh, to allow, to acknowledge and to apply of the word of God. Amen. So uh, again, give me a second here as we're going through this to go ahead and stop the share screen. Glory to God. And I want to encourage you to to make sure that you are always a studious person. You want to be that kind of person that is getting the seed of the word of God in you because the seed itself will produce and every seed will produce after its kind. And so this is something that I've learned and something that I'm continually learning all I have to do is plant the seed, plant the seed in the right place, let the seed water, and the seed will produce what it is. So if I, if, if I get the seed in me and I get it into my thinking, I, I get that seed into my heart, the word of God will produce after its kind. And the word of God is an incorruptible seed. It can never go away. So in other words, if I get the seed of deliverance, the seed of healing, the seed of prosperity, the seed of health, whatever it is, if I get that seed in me, then that word will produce after its kind, okay? Praise God. So we're talking about developing our spiritual senses, glory to God. And so we want to look at what we talked about a little bit last night. We talked about God's kingdom rules over, I mean, last night, (laughs) last week, Uh, God's kingdom. He is. He rules over all, right? He is sovereign. He is a sovereign God over every other God. Uh, He is. He, in fact, uh, the Bible talks about. He rules in the kingdom of men. It doesn't matter who, what government there is. And many of you can understand this. And especially, he brings it out in the book of Daniel about the kingdoms of men that will be in the earth. But then in the, in the last days, the, the God of heaven is going to set up a kingdom, glory to God. And he's going to, he's going to cut a stone out of a mountain without hands, and it's going to fill the whole earth. So no matter what man's kingdoms are doing, God's kingdom is greater than all. And uh, one thing I, uh, what God's been sharing with me that's been really encouraging me, and so I can c- encourage you as well. Is that there's no equal? Uh, God's kingdom and God's authority and God's power has no rival. Uh, there's no contest. And so, what we you and I got to get, we got to get the seed of that into our spirit, that nothing can, nothing can compete with our God. Glory to God! I just gotta keep, gotta calm myself down because I'm getting excited already thinking about it. Because when even when you see Jesus. When he was on the earth, he is our example. We know this. We're supposed to follow in his footsteps. He's our example in everything. When Jesus was dealing with anything, and even when he was dealing with the enemy, many a times the enemy was begging for mercy from Jesus. It was not this whole thing where, you know, we think that our enemy has so much power and authority, but when it comes to our God, he does not have that authority. That authority has been given to mankind. Now, I got to get the seed of that in me because if that seed is not in me, I think the enemy, I think the enemy has power. But notice what Jesus said. And we don't, turn this tonight, I'm just speaking as the spirit is flowing through. We're going to get to what I've talked about, but notice what Jesus said in the book of Luke. He said, behold, I give you power or authority, Glory to God over all the power of the enemy, mm, 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 and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, folks, I got to get the seed of that in me because of if, if, if is God just talking right there when we when we read the scripture out of out of Luke where He says, "I give you power and authority," is He just you know is He just saying something to, to sound religious and make us feel good? or does he really truly mean what he just said cuz he told his followers that i give you power over all the power of the enemy now check it out and nothing shall by any means hurt you glory to god <laughs> glory to god so so is that a real is that a real statement Or did that just sound good and sound kind of religious and, you know, makes you kind of feel kind of excited? But is it true? Is it reality? Is is it a reality that if I follow Christ and if Christ is in me, that that I have power and authority over all the power of the enemy, glory to God, and nothing shall by any means hurt me? Now, you got to get the seed of that word into your heart. Because once that seed is in you, that seed will produce after its kind. It will begin to transform your thinking, therefore, transforming your attitude, therefore, transforming the way that you think and carry yourself, even when you're going through difficulties. Now, God did never, He never said that weapons would not be formed. He never said that we wouldn't go through trials. He never said we wouldn't go through troubles and tribulations. But one thing that he did say, he says that no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. Glory to God. So we're talking about developing our spiritual senses. And that's one of the ways you have to do that. You have to be able to recognize the preeminence of God. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. I don't know. I'm. I. I didn't talk myself happy. I don't know how much you getting out of this, but I. I didn't get myself happy here just talking about it because I think that's as some many times as believers we think we're we're just in this world just struggling, just barely trying to make it, barely trying to hold on. Well, what we need to do is we need to allow God to renew our minds and be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And don't stop at a level of our senses, right? Our own natural senses, but stop at the level to where we have been developed into our spiritual senses, right? Because the natural man can't really grasp the fact that behold, I give you power over all the power. Think what he said now. Now, Jesus ain't just saying stuff. To tickle our ears. I don't believe that. I don't believe that the Lord says things just to tickle our ears and to make us feel good and, and, you know, and to be whatever. But I believe what he says is what's showing us what the kingdom of heaven is supposed to be like. And remember what he said now. He said, Pray this way Your kingdom come. Come on, somebody. Your will be done where? In earth as it is where. In heaven. So he told his followers to pray that the government of God, the kingdom of God, the authority of God would come and be established, glory to God, in the earth, <laughs> like it is already established in the heaven. So he's not trying to he. So when he says these things, he demonstrated what the kingdom was like. Go, folks, actually do this for one, one time when and just read through the gospels and notice how when Jesus was dealing with the enemy, folks. The devil was trying to hide. He wasn't out there and you know, you know, pitchforking and, 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 and all, you know, and head spinning around and green pea soup, and everybody's ducking and throwing water and stuff. No, 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 no. When Jesus came on the scene, the devil said. Have you come to torment us before the time? We know who you are. Glory to God, the Holy One of God. Now, Jesus said to his followers, behold, I give unto you power over all the power of the enemy. Folks, and and here is the key. Glory to God. The power is not in you and I. The power is not even in our goodness. The power is that we have, again, as the evangelist said earlier, a relationship with the Father, and he's given us access to use that name. The name of Jesus, and I said last week that He is his name is superior to every other name and dominion, anything he has dominion and authority over everything that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. So in other words, if something has a name, if you can name it any kind of way, the name of Jesus, glory to God, is superior and supreme and has authority over that name. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So we got to develop that as the people of God. Uh, I've, I've seen we got to be able to get to a place where we are not functioning merely by human logic and rational and, and, and uh, sense knowledge. But God has given us favor and a blessing to be able to receive spiritual knowledge. And this is what I'm telling you tonight is spiritual knowledge. You have authority over all the authority or power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, now you you can't make that you and I cannot make that come to pass ourselves, but it will come to pass because his name through faith in his name will make people whole. It's not your power, it's not my power, it's not my ability, it's not your ability, but it's the ability and then the power of the name. Glory to God, that name of Jesus, (laughs) that's above every name. Somebody say amen tonight, glory to God, wow. So Colossians chapter number one, watch what he says here. Can I show you something out of the word of God? Colossians chapter number one and verse number thirteen. So, so what I've come to realize is this: is that too many a times the people of God, we we like to play. Let me let me let me say it the right way because I'm not trying to downgrade anything that we're doing uh, as the Church of God. But too many times we like we like the we like the gathering. How can I say this the right way? You know, the church, the concept of the church, you know, we gather together, we love each other, we do we do good and we're nice to each other and all of those things. And that's one of them. I'm not saying that that doesn't have value. But what I am saying is that many times that's as far as we go and we fall short of what God intended us to be. He intended you and I to be an extension of the government of God. In the earth, folks. Uh that so that means more than just going to church and, and, and learning a few, you know, a few passages, but that means becoming again sons and daughters of the living God, right? I'm talking about to the point where you when you walk into a place, the enemy has to take notice. Why? Because he knows he knows the king of kings and he recognizes that same stamp or seal of approval that is on you, glory to God, that was on Jesus, the only begotten son, because he's the only begotten son. And now you, he is called the firstborn among many brethren. Okay, Lord Jesus, glory to God. All right, here we go. Colossians chapter number one and verse number 13 is where we're going to start here tonight. He says, who has delivered us? Now check out the scriptures tonight. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? Folks, don't, don't for one second or for one moment or for one minute think that the enemy has the right to bind you with anything. He, see, I'm not talking about Things don't come. Now, you got to hear me right. you got to hear me correctly. But I'm saying he does not have the right to do it. He will try to do it. He will try to enforce the curse on your life and my life. And he will try to make things happen, but he doesn't have a right. So you don't have to just accept it. Come on. You can fight against it. And the way we fight is we fight the good fight of faith. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to pull down every stronghold of the enemy. So he has delivered us. And that is past tense. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and what did he do? He translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So when something comes to bind you, something comes to 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 break you, to take you down to uh stop your progress, whatever the case may be, it does not have a right to stay in your life. You have every right to fight against it, to stand against it, to pull out the sword of the spirit, to declare the name of Jesus, to bind, to loose, to cast down, to declare. You have every right because that no longer belongs to you. You have been delivered from the darkness and now you have been translated Unto into the kingdom of the son. In other words, you've come out of one government authority underneath a whole new government authority. And that the, the, that authority is the kingdom of heaven and that is God's government. And so the enemy has no right. I'm not saying he won't try. That's why he said no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper he did not say a weapon wouldn't be formed he did not say the enemy won't come to attack you but he doesn't have the right let me say it this way you have the right to 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 cast him out can i say it that way you have the right to walk in victory you have the right to have uh to have life and to have it more abundantly but folks just like the real quickly, I'm gonna slow myself down a little bit. Just like the children of Israel to go in and possess the land, they had to go in and possess the land, but they had to cast out anything that was there. Any, and sometimes there were giants in the land, all of the enemies, all different things in the land, but the but God gave it to them, but they had to go and possess it, so they had to take care of whatever was in there that God didn't want in there. God gave them the ability to get rid of it. And I'm saying the same thing to you. Every promise of God belongs to you. When I'm not, I mean to us, to the people of God. Everything God promised you belongs to you. It doesn't belong to you because you earn it. It doesn't belong to you because you deserve it. It belongs to you because you are a part of the family. You have been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. So the commonwealth of God. So into God's government. He's the king, we are his citizens, and the king takes care of his people. Are y'all with me tonight? Glory to God. So 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 watch what he says. You've been translated. Now, in whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins. So if you're dealing with your past, I'm here to tell you tonight that you your past has been redeemed. Stop allowing who you were to dictate who you are today and who God intends you to be. Folks, it's over. The God said, your sins and your iniquities, I will remember no more. you still bringing up what you used to do. And God said, I don't know what you're talking about. I have, I have removed your sin as far as the east is from the west. So he has no clue. So you're trying to, God's trying to operate you. With you as part of it. Let me say it this way. God wants to operate with you and I as kingdom citizens. He has raised us up to be a part of his kingdom. But you many times people are trying to operate as the old person, remembering everything they used to do, all the bad decisions they've made, and also and God saying, Why are you still talking about that? I have redeemed that. You have forgiveness of sins. And once the blood of Jesus has been shed, there's no more sacrifice for sin. Oh Lord, hopefully y'all can grab hold of this, but I'm believing that you can. All right. So through his blood, now watch this the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Mm, mm, mm. Now, here's what I'm trying to get to when it comes to dealing with life issues, everyday issues, all of this stuff. For by him, Him who? Jesus, right? The Christ. For by him, all things were all things created. For by him, Jesus Christ, the word of God, the living word of God, all things were created by him, whether they are things in heaven that are in earth, visible and invisible, Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Glory to God, man. If you can get this, this is going to bless you. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence. See, that name is far superior than any other name or any other person or any other thing that is in the earth. Folks, everything was created by him. Now, you got to get this revelation, and you want to ask God for revelation of the Holy Spirit. Everything that you can see and everything that you can't see was created by him and for him. He is before all things. And in him, without him there's nothing. So folks, your enemy, your adversary can't even compare to the one that's on the inside of you. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I feel like I'm about to take off like a rocket ship. (laughs) He can't even compare, folks. It's, he, everything was created by him. I'm talking about Jesus now, the Christ. Everything was created for him. Everything visible and everything invisible. Angels are created beings, but the word of God created all things. Glory to God. Even the adversary that's trying to bind people is a created being. They are not on the same level. Glory to God, and because he's not on the same level of God, or Jesus Christ, once you've been born again, raised up with Christ, he is no longer on the same level with you. Glory to God, not in yourself, but in him, we live, we move, and we have our being. Glory to God. Somebody need to give him some praise tonight. I'm talking about developing your spiritual senses. I'm talking about understanding the God that you are in covenant with in the God that lives in you and that has raised you up. Folks, it's not based upon whether we are good enough for this. Salvation is not based upon whether you are good enough to receive it. And that's why many Christians don't have an excitement, number one, because they've never just taken the word of God for the word of God. They put this kind of slant on it and that kind of slant on it. Well, he really means this. He, take, take your hands off of that and just receive by faith what God has said about you. That's what we got to do. When I just receive what God has said about me by faith, then I have to, I, I begin, that seed begins to take root in my heart, into the seed of my heart, I'm in, into the uh, soil of my heart. And then that seed begins to produce after its kind. I don't have to make myself into this. I have to receive the seed, the promise of God's word in me. And that seed itself, the incorruptible seed of the kingdom of God, which is the word of God, the sower sows the word and the word, the seed is the word of God, right? That seed will produce after its kind. So that's why it's good to be into a place and to listen to people that are teaching the word of God. Then get that seed in you because that seed is going to bring forth the revelation. Hey, I've been delivered from darkness. Yes, I'm. hear me and hear me well. Yes, darkness will try to come to your light. Yes, the enemy will attack you. Yes, all these things will happen, but I've been delivered. You, when, that, when that stuff comes to you, You have been delivered from darkness. You can stand up and say, nah, I'm not just accepting it. That's not coming to my house, right? Uh, One of the the favorite things my wife likes to say, no pestilence shall come near my dwelling place. You understand what I'm saying? Why? I got a seed promise from God that no pestilence, no plague shall come near my house. Glory to God. Glory to God. I have a seed promise from God, so I don't have to just accept it when it comes. I can stand up with the shield of faith and with the sword of the spirit and say, I got a promise from God that says no pestilence shall come nigh my dwelling place. Oh my God, somebody got to give him some praise tonight. So he says, You've been delivered from darkness, and you have been translated into the see, and most folks, most folks, let me say it right. I don't want to, I don't want to use uh hyperbole. Too many of God's people have a woe is me mentality. Like, oh, I'm just going through this. I'm going through that. I know we are going through something, but you, God put a sword in your hand. He put a shield on your arm. He put armor, a breastplate of righteousness around you. He's given you angels. He's given you the Holy Ghost. He's given you the blood of Jesus. He's given you the word of God. As Pop uh, Walkers was saying earlier, he's given you praise as a weapon. because he said, God said, I inhabit the praises of my people. Glory to God. God's given you all of that, but God is not going to fight your battle for you. And in other words, he's going to say this. He's going to say, behold, I've given to you power. Now go, I, you know, go ahead and fight back against the enemy because while you're doing that, I got your back. Right. I'm going to. It's just like having your big brother there when you get into a fight. (laughs) Come on, somebody and know that your big brother is there in case you can't handle it. He's going to just step right in. Glory to God. Amen. That's the good news of what I'm trying to tell you. So so uh, he has the preeminence, folks. Understand this, that there's no contest. You got to get that in your spirit, man. And no matter what you're dealing with, I'm going to encourage you tonight. Fight the good fight of faith. Get it in your spirit that the God we serve, that there's no contest between Him and anything that's coming against you. Praise God! And I'm not going to take this back because I've been in the church a long time, and I found out that this is why the church has not walked in the authority and the power that we're supposed to, because we 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 think something else has the right. Like we think that God and Jesus. I mean, I'm excuse me. Like the devil and Jesus. You know, like. They right on the same level, and it's going to be a fight, and I don't know who's going to come out on top. Come on, folks! When Jesus comes on the scene, the devil tries to hide. He don't. He don't come out there all big and bold and bad. No, no, no. Why? Because Christ is the King of all kings. Glory to God. The only. Glory to God. All right. Let me. Let me get off of that. So let's go here to Isaiah forty-five. I, I don't know about you, but I'm just encouraged. When, when I hear the word of God and when God just talking and encourage, encouraging me, just, just walking this walk of faith, uh, uh, you know, and that's why even as I'm teaching uh, in, the, in the coming days and God's been changing me personally because I can't convince anybody to, 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 to do this. But if I give you seed, then this seed can produce after its kind, folks. We are, we, listen, this is the church's finest hour. I said it, and I'm going to keep saying it, the darker it gets, the brighter you're able to shine. Glory to God. You want to go back and read Isaiah chapter number 60, verses 1, 2, and 3. He says, arise and shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Why? Because darkness shall be upon the land, and gross darkness shall be upon the people but they shall come to the brightness of thy rising. Glory to God. I'm telling you tonight, be healed in Jesus' name. Be set free in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Be victorious in Jesus' name. Glory to God. I'm talking about rise up and stop worrying about what you can't handle because the God that you serve is, is an awesome God. Glory to God. Who? hallelujah. Let's develop our spiritual senses. Let me show you this. Can I show you this? Isaiah chapter number 45, just two verses for the sake of uh, time and continuity, because I'm just getting excited here. But just two verses, Isaiah chapter number 45, verses number five and six. Watch what he says. He says, I am the Lord and there is none else. (laughs) Glory to God. There is no god beside me. I girded thee, though thou has not known me; they that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Glory to God! And I, I'm telling you, I I was just studying this, and I just. And can I read this to you, that same two verses out of the God's word translation? It's just a different translation. I encourage you to get different translations so you can get, again, a full scope sometimes of the Hebrew words and the Greek word. Because, folks, we that's another another lesson. But watch this here. Same verses. He says, I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no other God besides me. I will strengthen you, although you don't know me, so that from the east to the west, people will know that there is no God except me. Glory to God. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Folks, we got to get that in our spirits. I'm talking about developing your spiritual senses. We think something else has the same authority. When he talks about God, he's talking about something that has authority, something that has dominion, something that you have submitted to, something that you bowed down to, right? They were bowing down to idols. They were bowing down to statues. They were worshiping the moon. They were doing all these things. He says, no, no, no. There is no other God except me. Glory to God. There's nobody that can deliver like Jehovah can deliver. There's nobody, and then he goes on to talk about how he he does all these things, right? Listen, no evil can happen except God first approves. In other words, if God knows that something could truly harm you, he's not letting it come your way. Listen, no temptation has taken you, but such is common to man. But with the temptation, he will always make a way to escape. Glory to God that you will be able to bear it. I'm talking about the God that you and I serve. Glory to God. There is no other. And he says, come in and be be my son. Come and be my daughter. Come and be my child. Let me put a piece of me inside of you. Glory to God. So you can be just like I am. So that we can say, as he is, so are we in this world. Good God Almighty. Shoo! Glory to God tonight. Glory to God. Somebody give him some praise right there. My Lord in heaven. Mm, mm, mm. Calm down, preacher. Whew. Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Come on, people of God. See, that's why the church is not where it's, because we, we're sitting there, well, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if I'm going to be victorious. I'm just kind of going through, I understand all that, but folks, if we, now listen, and I've been there too, because I'm not trying to pickle people, but I'm saying, when you start believing this word, when you start believing the word of God, the seed of the word will produce after its kind. You don't have to make, you don't have to, you know, uh, make this up. Uh, You don't have to, you don't have to conjure up the strength to have this kind of victory. You, all you got to do is keep eating the seed of the word, keep planting the seed of the word. Jesus said, listen here, and we say this scripture all the time. Jesus said in John 10, 10, come on, the thief cometh, but not for to what? But for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But what did Jesus say? But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. See, that's, that's, your, that's your marching orders right there. So when something comes to steal, something comes to kill, something comes to destroy, no, 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 devil, no, wait a minute, back up. Because I got a promise, I got a seed promise from God that I'm supposed to have life and I'm having it more abundantly. So I'm going to work together with God, get his wisdom, get his revelation, get his His direction, instruction, but now I'm going to fight or stand against that which is coming to kill, steal, and destroy, no matter what it is. Are y'all with me here tonight? Hopefully you grab hold of this, okay? So God says, I don't know no other God. I don't know, there's nobody besides me. See, I don't know about you, but I I believe, see that when I hear God talk like that, it encourages me. God says, I don't know no other God. There's no other God besides me. So whatever you dealing with, it's not a God. It doesn't have the authority to bind you. It doesn't have the authority to make you bow down to it. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hey, my God. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. So, so, So we have to accept the truth of God's word. So let God be true. Come on. And every man a liar. So in other words... Uh, Just like the man of God says, son, and I totally agree with you know, because I've said it myself before in the past, my opinion doesn't matter. Even my, my own personal opinion about myself, it don't even matter. Well, what did God say about me? See, I have to put my personal opinion, and I have to submit that to the word of God. Let God be true, and every man be a liar. Did you see that? Let's go to Romans chapter number three. Romans chapter number three and verse number three. Glory to God. Romans chapter number three and verse number three. How many get something out of this tonight? You got to share the word of God. Share the word of God with a friend. Share the God. Share the word of God with a neighbor. But most of all, preach to yourself. Preach to yourself until the seed of the word gets down in you, folks. Uh, I, uh, you know, I do that. <laughs> you know, y'all may think it's kind of humorous or comical, but many times before I preach to you, I preach to myself. Glory to God. I'm on the job, walking down the street. You know, I'm I'm preaching away, and ain't nobody there but me and and the Holy Ghost and the angels. (laughs) Why? Because the Word of God has life, and you're speaking the Word of God. Come on, you're declaring the Word of God. Glory to God. Now, you don't have to necessarily quote unquote sound like a preacher, but speaking the word of God, you're declaring it. You're not, you're, you're going to battle. You're going to war, right? You are releasing the ability of God through your words of confession and agreement to what he said. You're releasing God, the mighty God, to go to war on your behalf. Instead of, amen, praise God, instead of complaining about what we're going through. So watch what he says here, Romans chapter number three, verse three and four. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God uh, without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged, right? Let God be true, right? Folks, God has to have the final say, and and especially in the hour that we live in, and I'm telling you, people just accept what man says as the final say. I'm not that one. I've learned, yes, take counsel. Yes, take wise counsel. In the multitude of counselors, there's safety, all of that. But after I counsel with man, that's not going to be my final just my final decision. I'm going to the word of God. I'm going to God to get what he says about it. And I don't care if um, I don't care if the whole multitude of people is on this side. You know, if God is on the other side or whatever, the opposite side, I'm, I'm going with God and not just with the majority. Folks, we can see that even in the story of Elijah, the prophet, All of the prophets of Baal, 400 prophets of Baal, uh, 400 prophets of the asterisk, and all the, I mean, all, everybody's saying, everybody's all in agreement. But there's one man, Elijah, that was saying, look, look, you call on your God, all of you, and everybody's all on that side, but that's fine. I'm not just going to join in with you because it's popular. I'm going to follow God glory to God. We already know what happened, how God even set the fire down for heaven. So in other words, what am I saying? Let God be true and every man be a liar, including yourself. If you start talking about stuff like I'm nothing, I'm nobody, nobody loves me. Uh-uh, wait a minute. What did God say? What did God say? Let God be true and every man be a liar. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So we have to do that, folks. We have to do that. Now, I'm going to just go. I'm going to get one. Can I get one more tonight? Y'all got time for me to get one more? Let me go to the book of Acts because i got to show you this tonight. Glory to God. So let God be true and every man be a liar. Accept the truth of God, you know, over the facts. Now, here's what I want, I want you to understand. We're not denying the facts. See, that's what you say. Oh, you just denying reality. No. That's not what I'm doing at all. I'm not talking about denying reality. What I'm talking about is is superimposing truth, God's reality, above the natural facts. Folks, because remember, I started off by saying he's the creator of all things visible and invisible. Just because you can't see it don't mean it ain't there. And just because you can't see it or don't understand it. Jesus is already above it, because if it's it's visible or invisible, it was created by him and for him, and he's before all things, okay? Did y'all catch that? All right, so Acts chapter number 17, verse number 22, and I'm going to have to, amen. I think I gave you enough to chew on tonight. That's why I would encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Because the next day you can go back and replay it. You can go back and replay it. Because I know I'm saying some stuff tonight by the Holy Ghost that you need to hear again and again and again. Right? you got to get this seed down in your spirit. Get it in your spirit of who God really is. Understanding that that will develop your spiritual senses. You won't be saying and you won't be thinking that this is all I can do. Right? I can't go no further. Can't go any further. I'm just I'm just bound in this small arena right here, and that's it. No, with God, folks, all things are possible, right? With God, all things are possible. Okay, praise God. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. All right, Acts seventeen and verse number twenty-two. Let's let's go here. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, "You men of Athens." I perceive in all things you are too superstitious. (laughs) For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, to the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshiped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and has made of one blood all nations of men, for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation that they should seek the Lord, if haply they may feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring, all right? We look, we look. So, so notice this is what I'm saying. We got to know this God. Isn't it amazing how these people were worshiping, going to church, and don't even know the God that they was worshiping? Call him an unknown God, but yet they're worshiping. <laughs> they're going to church, and they, but they don't even know the God that they're going to church for. Unknown God. But this God is the God that has made all things. He's given to all life and to all breath and to all things. That's why I said earlier, and I, I have to I have to cut this anointing off tonight because I'm telling you, this thing's flowing in me. Glory to God. I'm, I'm blessed by this tonight. Hallelujah. He, he gives to all life and to all things and to all breath. I said this, if, if God does not cause the grass to grow, you can do anything you want to. You can do all, man thinks he's so wise, right? We Mankind, human, human beings, we think that we can just create food and create stuff and, and all of this. No, 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 my friend. Listen, one can plant, one can water, but only God gives the increase. God causes the grass to grow out of the ground for the service of man. God calls the trees to come up. Glory to God. He calls the animals to produce and to reproduce. Glory to God. He gives to all life and to all breath and to all things. And he has determined the bounds of our habitation and the times appointed. What does he he determine? He says, so you'll seek after him so that you'll know him and that you'll know that everything was created by him and for him. And in him, all things consist. Folks, if you can get this, if you can get this revelation of what I shared tonight, and we're going to have to just stop with this. Glory to God. I'm not going to get to acknowledging and applying tonight because I want to, I want to sink down in your spirit. Don't take the word of God lightly. Right? Don't just take it. This is what too many people have done. Oh, it's just another somebody preaching and teaching. Hear the voice of God. Hear the word of God. Hear God talking to you. He's letting you know. I got you. <laughs> don't don't fear them. Fear not. Don't fear anything you can see and don't even fear stuff you can't see. If you even if you can't see it, you don't have to be afraid of it because your father and your God is above it and superior to it. Glory to God, man. Hallelujah. It, you know, you don't have to be afraid of the shadows to come to <laughs> Uh, attack you in in the in the night. Glory to God. You don't have to be afraid of any any uh, uh, ghost or goblin or demon or anything. Hallelujah! Because He, Jesus Christ, the one that lives in you, if you're really born again, if He He lives in you, is the Creator of all things, seen and unseen. He is above all things, visible and invisible, and He gives to all life. Into all breath, and to all things. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We are not in this world to have to fear and concern ourselves about what's going to happen to me tomorrow and who's going to come after me and if I'm going to die. No, you shall live and declare the works of the living God. Glory to God, man. I'm saying tonight that we got to get this development in our spirit we got to get this development in our spirit that we have been purchased and bought and redeemed, not because we were worthy of it or that we had any kind of intrinsic value in and of ourselves. But the value that has been imposed upon us is because he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Glory to God. I have kept you as the apple of my eye, glory to God. And that's what has given you value because God has pronounced value upon you, that you are precious to him, that you are the apple of his eye, glory to God. And that he said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Oh, Good God Almighty, somebody give him some praise tonight. My God in heaven, thank you, Jesus glory to God so that's what gave you value that he said I have created you in my image and after my likeness that you are also the offspring of God you are his children and we and he is our father and he has birthed you into his family and into his image and into his likeness folks we got we got we got it made father in the name of Jesus glory to God glory to God Hallelujah. Tonight, I just want to pray for my brothers and sisters tonight. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that the seed of the word of God, Father, by by your eternal spirit, Lord, we are helpless and hopeless without you. But through your ability and through your power, we can be victorious. Father, not because we are so righteous, but you have imputed righteousness to us. You have not imputed our sins to us though we have sinned and come short of the glory of God, we have been justified freely through the blood of Jesus Christ. We accept that sacrifice. We accept the blood upon the doorpost of our hearts. We thank you for the shedding of blood for the remission of our sins. Because Father, if you did not do this for us, we would have no way to be redeemed. But because you loved us before we were even in the earth, Lord God, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, you knew who we were. Father, you had an idea, a mind of conception before we even came into the earth of who we would be and who we should be in the days to come. So, God, we thank you. Thank you for life and thank you for strength. Thank you for giving us breath in our bodies, Father, that we might Receive your redemption, the graciousness and the mercy that you have shed abundantly upon everyone through the sacrifice of your only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We say thank you tonight. God, I thank you. Hallelujah to the Lamb forevermore. Thank you for what you've done, Father. You've been gracious to us even when we were without strength and unaware of our poverty of our spiritual state. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Lord, we didn't even know we needed you. We didn't even know that we were broken. We didn't even know that we were outcasts. We didn't even know that we were orphans, but you came looking for us. Oh God, we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for being an awesome God. Thank you for your dominion. We declare that your kingdom come. Father, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven your spirit to reign upon us that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Father, we can't do anything without you, but you give us strength. You are our strength. You are our shield and our exceeding great reward. We look only to you, and we thank you for all things. Now, Father, tonight, if there's someone that is out there that doesn't know you, give them the opportunity. Father, send them, Send a friend to him. Send them. Send a family member, send a brother, a sister, a child. Send somebody to that one that is crying out for help, crying out for salvation and don't know how to even come out of the forest of sin. Father, send somebody their direction. Send us, Lord God. Send somebody to be a light in the dark place. Father, that will stand up with the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, burning with the flame and fire of the Holy Ghost, and they can go into the darkness and declare the works of the Lord. Father, we just wanna say thank you. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you hear us when we cry. You hear us when we call upon you. And according to your word, whatever we ask, according to your will, you hear us. So Father, move now by thy spirit. Father, not by our own ability, Neither by our own righteousness, but we call upon you, great and mighty Jehovah. We bless you and we thank you tonight. Father, glorify your name in each one of our lives. In Jesus' precious name, thank God. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. Amen. I bless you. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, praise the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast today. We encourage you to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast, as well as our weekly newsletter at www.livingwordcorsicana.org. Also, we invite you to join our national video call on the Zoom app. Our personal room number is 931-432-8488. And the passcode is the number two. Listen, God bless you. Have a supernatural day. And we hope to contribute and communicate with you soon.